Hello, this is Maddie Ressler from St. Anselm Women's Hockey, and you're listening to College Hockey Talk. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of College Hockey Talk. I'm your host, Matthew, and thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And on today's podcast, I am joined by Maddie Ressler, who is a freshman on the St. Anselm women's hockey team. And in this interview, we had so much fun. We discussed many things, including Maddie's first year in college hockey with St. Anselm, how she's been adjusting to college hockey, and we also talk about growing up in Michigan and Maddie's journey to college hockey with St. However, before we get to today's episode, I'd just like to ask if you can please follow us on social media, whether it's on Instagram or Twitter, at College Hockey Talk. You can also watch this entire interview on our YouTube channel as well. Make sure you also follow us on Spotify and subscribe to our Apple Podcast page and leave a rating and review. Doing these things helps the podcast grow, helps new people find us, and I would truly appreciate it if you did those things. It means so much to me. Now, without further ado, here's today's episode with Maddie. I hope you guys enjoy it. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I'm joined by a very special guest, freshman from the St. Anselm women's hockey team, Maddie Ressler, joins the show. Welcome to the podcast, Maddie, and how's everything going? It's going great. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Now, it's hard to believe that you just finished the first half of your freshman year. What have you taken away from the games you've played so far, and how would you evaluate your team's performance as of now? Um, our team has definitely been competing in most every one of our games. I definitely was a transition, you know, changing from club hockey to college hockey, but I definitely love it. I love the play and I love the speed. And how are you approaching the second half of the season? Like what are your team's goals and expectations and uh, what do you want to achieve personally as well? Um, I definitely... You know, one of our goals for our team is to be NUHA champions um, of our league and making it to the D1 hockey tournament. But personally, um, at the beginning of the season, I tried to set like a 25-point, you know, goal. But I definitely, like, it is hard, you know, but I do uh, try to make that goal by the end of the season. And talk about what it's like playing in the New Ha Conference and just the competition you face every night. I know you haven't faced every team yet, but what have you taken away from the conference so far? Um, you know, any game is any team that shows up, but I definitely – our team's very strong and we have a lot of skilled players. Um, we definitely, you know, can compete with every team, win every game. It's just who shows up. Now, what's been the biggest improvement you've made to your game so far this year? Um, I definitely think the speed, the pace is faster and definitely strength and conditioning, like just in the corners, you know, winning every one of those battles, the little things make the difference in these games. And so it just, it's just like, which team is grittier? Now, what's been the biggest adjustment you've had to make to college hockey? Has it been kind of the speed or kind of the mental side of the game, making quicker decisions with the puck? 
I definitely, yeah, I think it's the mental side of the game, you know, knowing where you're going to go with the puck and what you're going to do before you even get it. I definitely think is the biggest thing. Now you got your first collegiate goal against Dartmouth. Uh, talk about that goal and what, who's the first person you called after you got that? So um, the goal is on the power play and it was um, from the top of the point. It was obviously I was super excited. Um, my parents and like my whole family was there, my brother too, which was kind of big for me because they like I live in Michigan, so they don't get to come to every one of our games. And so they like it was just nice that they were present for that. And you know, my team was moving the puck really well and we got a break in it. I'm just happy that I could get it in for the team. Where do you keep the puck today? Like, um, is that like your most like prized, I guess, uh, memorabilia you have from hockey? Um, I mean, yeah, I definitely like, obviously scoring is great, but I do, you know, value like my assists too. I think it's awesome. Like seeing other girls get their first goals too. I love when, you know, like the team's doing great. It's not just like an individual sport. Now, another thing that happened uh, during the first half of the fresh of your freshman year is you beat um, some top good teams, including Maine and Brown. Um, how important were those non-conference wins uh, for your team um, heading into the second half of the season? It's definitely huge for our program. It shows other teams to take us more seriously. And I love that we're, like, competing in those games. I know we can win a lot of those games. And it's just who wants it more. Now talk about your freshman class and how have you guys gotten to know each other throughout this um, year, especially since, um, you know, I feel like it's a little more difficult now just because of the whole coronavirus thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, we, our class is like really tight. I definitely, you know, some of my best friends are in my freshman hockey class. We just, you know, to hang out, we'll go out to eat at like the dining hall. Um, we like to study together in the library, student center. We shoot pucks together. You know, we really just help each other out, like adjusting because we're all from far from home, most of us. And it's like, it, it can be hard, you know, people can be homesick and stuff. And we all just really like help each other out and are there for each other, like have each other's backs. Now you also played some ranked opponents this year as well. One of those teams is Quinnipiac and you also played Harvard as well. Uh, just talk about what you learned in those games, even though you didn't win uh, those games. Yeah. Um, you know, they can, like, move the puck very well. And it was cool to see, like, what our team can be, too. And so it was just, like, it was kind of – I like, it was not, It was really cool to see that, like, next level of play and that, like, we can – our team can be there, too. Now, transitioning to your off-season, how was your off-season? And did you do anything interesting, whether it was hockey-related or not hockey related Like during the summer? Yes. Um, yeah, so I definitely, like, did a lot of hockey training on and off the ice. Um, I did the TPH hockey camp, which was, like, three days a week. And it was uh, really, like, it was really helpful. It kind of helped my game like improve in like creating space and time for myself which like you don't have a lot of in college hockey and then non-hockey I live on a lake and so I love like water sports and just 
hanging out with my friends, like it's definitely nice, you know, in the summer at my house. Yeah, and how what, what are some things you do on the lake? Like, I'm just curious because I usually I'm a beach person, so I feel like it's a little bit like different. Yeah, um, I we like at my house we have like almost everything: skis, wakeboard, surfboard. I barefooted for the first time this summer. My uh, uncle T Dub has like a boom that goes off the boat, and it was like the coolest thing I've ever done. Now, did you face any challenges, I guess, preparing for this year? Because I know the previous off season, before this one, um, there was a lot of challenges just because gyms were closed, ice time was hard to find. Did you have to face any of those challenges for the previous off season? And um, I guess did your approach change at all if those challenges weren't present? Um, yeah, fortunately, like everything's pretty open here in Michigan. I didn't really face a lot of difficulty with like ice time or like uh the gym I go to so that was nice um so I definitely think I prepared like the hardest this summer going into college because I didn't want to be behind and like not be able to compete with the girls which I definitely think helped me a lot like going into this season being like in shape and skating over the summer, like learning a bunch of different tools to use in my game. Now, how have you learned to both balance both school and hockey? It's definitely difficult, you know, being a student athlete, but what I find helpful for me is I love going, I have ADHD, so I need to go somewhere that, you know, sets me up for success for studying. Definitely like going to the library, like, not just staying in your dorm room and studying because it can get distracting You can go on your phone, you know, there's a lot to do, but I like usually will go to the library and then for a study break, like I can go shoot pucks or I can go into the gym, like get some energy out. And then, you know, it's also good to have some downtime, like make sure you're getting enough sleep really helps with school too. Now, I kind of want to transition and talk about the beginning of your hockey career and work all the way up to where you are now. So you're from Brighton, Michigan. Uh, talk about growing up there and how did you start playing hockey? So I don't remember not playing hockey. My uh, dad put me in it when I was three. And I definitely, like, throughout all the many years I've played hockey, like, I had had times where I was like, oh, I don't really know if this is what I want to do. When I was like eighth grade, I didn't even want to play college hockey. But then like my love really grew for the game when I transitioned to honey baked. And I just like never looked back, you know, I couldn't even think about not playing hockey. And yeah, I guess my love just like kept growing for the game as I kept playing, you know. And who was your favorite player growing up? Was it someone on the Red Wings or was it a national player? Um, or someone on the U.S. national team? Um, I have two. So Dylan Larkin was definitely like a big Red Wings player for me. I used to play for Little Caesars and we got to meet him in person when he like just got drafted. And that was like super awesome for me. And then Megan Keller is like also a big inspiration. Um, and I just got to coach like a hockey camp with her for like little girls this summer which was like such a cool experience for me because she's like 
someone who I look up to and I was just like coaching with her. So it was really cool. Yeah. How cool is it to kind of meet some of those idols in person and what were they like in person, I guess? Um, so Dylan Larkin was very nice. Uh, he, it was just like right when he got drafted. So he's definitely younger. He wasn't the captain, but he was super genuine, you know, super nice to us. I met him when I was 12, I think. Um, he was super awesome. He was taking pictures with all of us, signing everything. And then Megan Keller is awesome, just as awesome in person as she is in hockey. She's so, she's so great. I definitely look up to her as like she's an idol. Now, before college hockey, like you mentioned, you played for Honey Baked. Um, how'd you get the opportunity to play there? So I switched over from Little Caesars to Honey Baked my second year, 14U. And it was probably the best decision I've ever made. I, it's where I like met my best friends. I love the girls on Honey Baked. They're just like, it's definitely just like a tight knit family. You know, everyone has their back and it's just like, it's just a great program to like build girls up to want to play college hockey. Yeah. What kind of led to the transition from Little Caesars to Honey Baked? I'm just curious about that. Um, I definitely, so it was location first off, like it was down in Detroit, like where Little Caesars was transferring and then Honey Baked was like 20 minutes from my house, which was really nice. And the coaching, like, I just felt I, I was better fit off at Honey Baked than I was at Little Caesars. I didn't get, like, a ton of play time while I was there. I just had, like, a really down season at Little Caesars, and I just had to, like, get out of it. I was, like, losing my love for the game. And I definitely, like, grew it back when I was with Honey Baked, and the girls just there are, like, so awesome. They make you want to, you know, play for your team and like win for your team. Now talk about your experience with Honey Baked. Uh, um, obviously it helped you kind of grow back and fall in love with the game again, like you said. So just talk a little bit about like some of the memories you have um, with that team. Yeah. Um, so I've won states two times at Honey Baked and it was you know, winning states like the best feeling in the world. And so that was probably two of my favorite memories. And then just like seasons, like I loved hockey tournaments with my best friends. Like it was just so fun. We'd get Venera like every day and we would stay up, like we'd watch movies the other and then we'd win. <laughs> we didn't win a lot of tournaments, but it was so awesome. Like it's just such a great program. Like I recommend all girls in Michigan, like to Honey Baked. I definitely just think it's a really like good program to build you up. How did your experience with Honey Baked help prepare you for college hockey? Um, it definitely, it definitely helped with like managing time in school because you know, we had practice every week and games every weekend. You had to keep on top of your schoolwork. You were missing Fridays, missing Mondays for hockey. And so I think that definitely helped. And just like our high paced practices, definitely like just keep, you know, I think 
that practice is like very important, obviously determines if you play or not in college hockey and at Honeybaked hockey, like practices were never like just like blow off. We always had to compete. And I think that really helped me transitioning into college hockey because it's kind of the same deal. Now talk about your recruitment process to St. Anselm. What was that like? And what made you want to go there versus other places you might've looked at? Um, so I definitely wanted to go out East for hockey. That was my dream and I wasn't going to budge for it. And the old assistant coach, coach Menigan, uh, reached out to me and was like, Hey, would you mind coming out for a tour? And I kind of looked into it with my parents and I was like, Oh, like I'd never actually heard of St. Anselm before. And I talked to my recruiting coach at Honeybaked, Kevin Diaz, and he had someone that had went there, not for like um, sports, but just someone that went there to school that he knew. And it was like a really great academic school too, not just hockey. And he was like, yeah, like, I think you should go out there. And so we went out there and I just fell in love with the campus. It's just like, it's just home. And like, I knew it was home when I walked on campus. I love the location. Like there's so much, there's so many things to do around there. I love that it's an hour from Boston. Go to, we go to Boston like all the time. It's just definitely a great fit for me. Now, something that was introduced to college hockey last year was three and three overtime. I just want to ask you your opinion on that new overtime rule and um, what's your opinion on three and three just in general, just because I feel like a player like yourself who's a little more offensively minded probably likes it a lot just because you have more time and space on the ice. Yeah, I love three on three. I love like the high pressure situations. They like make me get in the game more in like the headspace. I love like it being do or die. Like you you do it or like you lose, you know? I love just like the pressure of the situation. It I feel like it kind of makes me succeed more. Yeah, and, I definitely uh, do like the time and space of like it. There's so much room to like make plays. Yeah, and um, what have you taken away from your college hockey experience so far at St. Anselm? Um, I definitely think like my love for the game has grown. I love like our team is getting closer, which I love. And I just like the freedom there is like while I'm at college just like it's like my it's like my game like I play and I don't know it's just like my life so like I don't really have like a lot of pressure like when I was like younger playing club hockey you'd be like oh like I'm just playing for like my parents or something like I'm playing for myself like I love the game and I want to succeed you know for myself and for my team so we're now in a segment I like to call the non-hockey segment where I ask you some non-hockey questions just to kind of get to know you a little bit more off the ice. So my first question to you is, um, what is the most interesting thing you've seen or read this week? I love Datelines. And so I watched Dateline about, it's called The Fugitive Millionaire. And it was basically about this um, millionaire who like went missing after his neighbor was murdered and he like went on the run and it was just like, I love Datelines and like the mystery. So that was definitely my favorite thing I watched. 
Now, what's what music do you like to listen to? Like, who's like your number one artist? I'm a big country girl. Morgan Wallen's definitely my favorite artist. Yeah, I listened to one of his songs called This Bar. I might be a little behind on the whole country <laughs> thing, but it's really good. I really enjoyed that album. Yeah, that's one him. from his new album. Yeah, I do like that one. What's like your favorite song by him, though? Or do you even have one? My favorite song is Spin You Around by nice. him. And then my second, I have so many favorites, but that's probably my favorite. Now, what is your biggest pet peeve? Um, my biggest pet peeve is just when people are rude for no reason. I just think everyone should just be nice and I don't know, it's just annoying. Like, just don't say anything if you're not going to be nice. Now, if there was a movie made about your life, who would you want to play yourself and why? Um, I think Daenerys from Game of Thrones because she's just like she just is so bad like she knows what she wants and she gets what she wants like I love like the drive of her now who has the best style on the St. Anselm women's hockey team besides yourself well shout out to Gracie Donovan (laughs) she definitely thinks she does (laughs) she does she has the best style now who has who's the funniest on the team um, Aaron Myers, our captain. And then last non-hockey question is, um, who has the best, I guess, chirps on the team? I'd have to say Kennedy Cooper. Now back to some hockey questions. My first one to you is, what should be done to help grow women's hockey, in your opinion, especially with the news of the U18 um, World Championship being canceled? Um, I think equality just – you know, between men's and women's hockey, it just starts with like the locker room sizes. Women's always get, you know, the leftovers of the locker rooms. Like, I definitely think big people with big platforms need to like speak up, both men and women. Um, but yeah, I definitely just think the quality factor would definitely draw more girls in. Like, it sucks feeling second. And I definitely think like, yeah, the world's not being able to compete at the world, but the men still are. It's just ridiculous. It's outrageous. And um, what advice would you give a younger player who's listening to this podcast on what it takes to make it to the D1 college hockey level? Yeah. So definitely for me, you know, everyone has their different journeys. I don't think that if you think like I definitely had a dream school and it wasn't where I am now, but I'm loving it. And it's just, everyone has like a different journey and a different fit of a school. And I think you just shouldn't be discouraged if something doesn't go as planned or someone got something like, just be happy for everyone. You know, there's a reason for everything for every school that you go to. I just think, yeah, just keep going, you know, there'll be a fit for you. Now, do you have any shout outs you'd like to give uh, to any of your family members, friends, teammates, former teammates, um, anyone in particular? Now's the time to do it. Uh, Just shout out to my team, you know, they make me feel like welcomed on the new team and I love it. 
Well, thank you so much, Maddie, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. It means a lot to myself, and I wish you nothing but the best uh, for the rest of your freshman year. I know you're going to do great, and thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It was nice talking. Thank you so much for listening to today's interview of College Hockey Talk. If you want to check out our older interviews, make sure to do that. You can do that on the Apple Podcast page, Spotify account, or our YouTube channel where you can watch many different interviews from this podcast. Uh, Make sure you follow our social media accounts at College Hockey Talk, and I'll see you guys next time with another great interview. But until then, take care and have a great day. Bye.